I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is another very fancy episode of Beyond the Mouse. We're bringing you a special episode talking all about Disney solo travel. Now, don't don't turn it off. Don't get scared. We know how people are when we talk about doing things alone or solo trips. Uh, don't be scared. It's mm. going to be great. We'll be gentle. Mm. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, but we're going to be talking about all of our best tips and tricks uh, for traveling solo today. And to do that, um, we've brought on a special guest. Uh, but before we start, I'm here with my co-host, Brett Rutherford. Hello. hello. Yes, hello. <laughs> And hello, yes, that's my line. Hello. Yes, hello, Brett. How are you doing today? Good. Oh, very excited to be you here. You are an expert solo traveler. I Well, you know, yes, I am. Actually, most of the time, we're spending time trying to get you to travel with people. Yeah, well, as it turns out, traveling with people is fun, too. You know, I've had a couple of experiences with that recently, and, uh, yeah, but I, I almost, I kind of harken back to those solo times. So maybe it's time for a solo trip. Hmm. Mm, interesting. I'll introduce <laughs> myself. My name's Vanessa Ferguson and we're missing Craig today, but that's okay because we've got our very special friend, Alexa. Hi, Alexa. Alexa. Great to be here for <laughs> Disney fans. Big time yeah. Disney fans. All so Disney fans here. here. And and actually, well, now we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but you just were a solo traveler at a, at a Disney park yourself, but yeah. I did. I went to Disneyland for the first time by myself. Oh my gosh. Uh, so two firsts and yes. had a wonderful time. So yep. excited Excellent. to share that. Yeah. Well, we're excited to talk to you about it, but first, this is your first time on the podcast, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so the rule is with any Front Row Network podcast, um, on your first episode that you join in on, uh, you have to tell us your favorite movie of all time. But mm-hmm. because this is a Disney podcast, you yes. also have to tell us your favorite Disney movie of all time. That's my. That's kind of like my rule. I added that, but Craig went. Craig thought that was okay. Yeah, so he, go ahead. he's fine with it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I prepare for these just <laughs> in case of emergency. Wow. She's um, good. <laughs> favorite all-time movie is one that's just completely rewatchable for me, and that's When Harry Met Sally. Oh, oh I love that, that movie. And I'm not even a rom-com kind of girl. I yeah. usually like my action, my superhero movies, Disney movies, all of that. But for for some reason, that just has a special place in my heart, and it's on sale right now on iTunes for nine ninety nine. I yes. just oh, bought wow. it. It's cel- yet celebrating yeah. uh, an anniversary this year. One of them, I think. Yeah, maybe that's why it was, it was on 30th. sale. I don't know. <gasps> Great movie. I know. Yeah. No. Great <laughs> soundtrack. Totally dating myself no, here. No, but, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, so, well, this is, about solo, this is about solo <laughs> travel, so we can always date ourselves. That's right. bum <laughs> Anyway. And my favorite Disney movie of all time. Gosh, that's so hard because I have old favorites from when I was growing up, but I have to say my favorite Disney movie, and part of this is because I have a shared love of this movie with my two-year-old niece, who is just my light and joy, but Moana. Oh, I love Moana. The message it sends, the Mm -hmm. beautiful islands, Mm -hmm. um, some of the stuff technically that they were able to do with, like, the hair is just beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, on so many levels, that movie just really works for me. Moana holds a special place in our hearts, Brett. Yes. Because that was our first movie we talked about on Beyond the Mouse. On Beyond the Mouse. Really? Yes. I I swear I did not choose it for that reason. 
<laughs> no, it's okay. It's, yeah. yeah, we all love it here. Yes. Well, let's get started talking about solo travel, Han solo travel. <laughs> so let's whip this thing into light speed oh. and go full force. Yes, I can start that. <laughs> so, and a comedy writer to boot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so let's, let's just jump right in. So the first thing people are going to be wondering is, why the heck are we talking about solo travel why would anyone want to do that well i think part of it is i if i mean i've gone on a number of solo trips to walt disney world or disneyland and people kind of go you're going alone like that's a question mark and i'm you know with a question mark and i'm like going well yes a number of times you know i think if you wait well the big deal is if you wait to go with people, you may not, you may never get there. So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I usually, you know, I look for, well, we'll get to the bargain area, but I kind of look for bargains and if there's a bargain and, and and I want to go and, and it works out with work schedules and life schedules and everything, it's time to go. So, so yeah, so I don't, um, I think people question, well, aren't you going to, well, there's a myriad of questions, but we'll kind of get into that. Well, um, won't, won't you be, you know, lonely or something. Well, I, <laughs> it's kind of like I have a comedy team in my brain. You're never alone. I'm really. never alone. <laughs> there are multi- as I've said, there are multiple, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Vo- well, in, Voices, without sounding crazy. Yes. There's, demons, I have a comedy no. team that writes for me in my head. And let's just say when I get to in, you know, on a vacation or a Disney park, that comedy team starts up and I just have a great time. So, yeah, it's interesting because there's definitely a stigma about going kind solo, of. but there doesn't need to be because you can have no. a lot of fun. I know one of my uh, favorite experiences was uh, I, my mom had a ticket that she didn't end up using, so I went to the park by myself, and it was almost like a spiritual experience. <laughs> I, I feel like everyone laughs at me and rolls no. their eyes when I say this. No, I don't but, roll my eyes. I giggle. Yeah, but it's it was like I was there. I didn't really feel alone. There's just this energy about Disney. Well, Magic Kingdom is where I was. Mm-hmm. But uh, about the parks and being around people and seeing the happy families, I feel like you take in more when you are alone. You can mm-hmm. really perceive everything more. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes for a great experience. And I would recommend it to everybody. Uh, Alexa, since you just went recently, what what would be, you say, your favorite Disney or solo trip that you've done? Wow. So I've done a lot of solo travel in my day, and I'm a huge proponent for everybody getting out and doing that. Um, I really do think it is for everybody, even if you think you're the type of person that needs a group of people to feel comfortable. I am a self-proclaimed introvert, and I think solo travel, especially for introverts, can really uh, work for you. Um, I'm not sure if I have a favorite solo trip. I've had so many great experiences, but favorite thing about Disney solo travel is you're just queen or king of your own kingdom for the day. And really you get, whether you are wanting to have a hectic, fun-filled trip or a relaxed time enjoying the little details, it's all up to you. So even if, you know, I enjoy going to Disney with friends and with family, uh, but I will definitely be doing another solo Disney trip, whether it's completely solo or even if I head down to solo, uh, to Disney and want to spend a few extra days 
and my travel mates can't, uh, yeah. adding it on to a trip. So There's different ways that you become a, a solo traveler or a Disney solo traveler. Sometimes you go, um, actually, I had experience where I happened to be uh, at Walt Disney World at the same time as some very close friends. And, um, and some of the people in that group um, were, shall we say, not early risers. And I kind of was the bad cop to, oh, Brett, oh, Brett wants me to get up at the crack of, of the morning anyway <laughs> and uh, and go to the park so i was kind of his mm-hmm. i was kind of this person's bad cop so you know so they got to experience and on the inside the that person was like yes i'm so glad yes, i have someone to get up early that, with yeah, to go it's a good excuse for that so, so there's different there's different ways that you become a solo traveler sometimes if you're with people and they do want to sleep in or something you know well you know the best time to go to the parks i believe is early in the morning so you can do that sometimes as as you said alexa you're at a conference and a disney park is close or or you are having a conference at a disney park and you do stay the extra days and can do that Absolutely. or like me <laughs> you just go uh, uh, on a solo vacation all by yourself. But there's, but I think, you know, as we're trying to help everyone here that's listening, those are some of the scenarios. There's other scenarios, but don't be afraid. Just get out there and do it and have fun. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think Disney solo travel is a great way to start. Mm-hmm. If you're unsure about whether you can do it, Disney is so structured. You know, there's a number of activities and restaurants to eat at, but again, it's limited. So, uh, in the same vein. So you can pick from your menu of items that you want to do as opposed to trying to plan your first solo trip to a foreign country where um, you're really in surroundings that you don't know and there's just unlimited opportunities. Disney solo trip is, again, very structured, and I think that's that's very comforting mm-hmm. to people who are nervous about what am I going to do when I get there? Am I going to feel weird being by myself? You're not by yourself ever at Disney. Yeah. That was, that was kind of what I was thinking. Sorry to interrupt. Um, it's kind of like, um, I said this the other day. Um, so uh, solo Disney vacations, or you might be solo, but you're never alone. So, I mean, that was kind of it because, yeah, um, yeah because you uh yeah. Well, there's a shared experience there, and with Disney especially, and I'll say especially Orlando, um, you can get on a plane, and you, then you begin to be in that bubble. Like, as soon as you land, you are in the Disney bubble, especially if you're staying on the resort. Uh, they The bus takes you. You're there. Uh, they're entertaining you from yeah. start to finish. And like you said, Alexa, you can, you know, a la carte what you want to do. If you want to relax by the pool. When I travel with my mom, that's actually... She likes to wear herself out cleaning her house before she leaves. Lord knows no. why. <laughs> not not yeah. hearing. Yeah, yeah. She wears herself out. So the first day of, of our travels, she's always too exhausted to do anything with me. So last time we traveled, I had a very kind and handsome and smart oh. and talented I, friend, <laughs> Brett, yeah, who gave who me about. a free ticket. That was awfully nice um, for you to say. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gave me a free ticket to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween yeah. Party. Oh, and uh, I did that solo, mm-hmm. and it's it was when I, it's so funny because we were just talking about this, Brett. Mm-hmm. And when I look back on it, I don't even remember being alone. Wow, right. that's right. cool. That's yeah. that's how much energy there is going into that mm-hmm. night, and you can chat with people, and we'll get into all of that as we go along. But but the point is, is if you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, um, if you've never done it before. 
this could be for you. So just maybe give it a try, and I think you'll have a great time. So getting into planning your trip, though, can't have a solo vacation if you don't plan it. Right, guys? Right. So Especially what, a Disney vacation. Yeah. So if you like planning, that's yeah. the place to oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, Alexa, what are some of the, the things that you look for when you are planning a solo trip on your own? You know you're going by yourself. What are, what are some of the first things that you start looking for? So personally, in all my solo travel, I want to know where I'm going to be at on any day. It doesn't have to be down to the minute by any means, but I'm a planner. I like to have a outline so that I'm comfortable knowing that, A, I'm making the most of my time wherever I'm at, and B, I can leave that with somebody back home just in case something should happen. I'm not lost in the world and nobody knows where I am. So I'm definitely a big time planner on, you know, for Disney, any trip, um, I'm six months out making my dining reservations and making my fast pass three months in advance if I'm staying on site, which I normally do. Um, it was a little bit different for me at Disneyland, um, just because they don't have the same fast pass system. Uh, but I did get the max pass, um, which I'm sure you've talked about on your show previously. And it was just a godsend as far as being able to make plans and, and use my time wisely. Um, I think it's funny that you said that you plan so thoroughly because I did happen to see your Excel spreadsheet of when you <laughs> yes. went to Disneyland. And yes. I was like, huh, I'm learning about Alexa and uh, what makes her dick. Yes. And it also, it's funny today because as we were talking about this episode and planning, everybody made their own itinerary of what we were going to talk. Mine was the most bullet point general. And then you could really read into your guys' personalities by what you prepared for today. Yes. <laughs> and I so think prepared. that uh, also mirrors into your vacation planning, it I imagine. It does. What about you, Brett? What are uh, some of the things that you're going to plan out? as you're thinking about your solo travel? Um, well, I think... Um, uh, I, well, since we've talked about this a little bit, but as a single traveler, you are bearing the brunt of all of the expenses. <laughs> so, so if you're going, you're paying for it, so you're not splitting it up, which was one of the fun things about... This on our last uh, on our vacation with, uh, <laughs> with, with Erica, Vanessa and yeah. Erica, dividing by three was a good thing. So I have to take a big breath and uh, and uh, as I prepare for my next uh, solo trip. But um, so budget is an issue uh, that I look at. So I try to maximize uh, my vacation and my Disney fun, whether it's in Florida or California. Um, more recently, I've gone to California just because of. Um, uh, D23 events and, and some things that were planned, but then other, uh, the past couple of years, I've been able to uh, use Travelocity. I've never used uh, Travelocity like for the the packaging of the airfare and hotel. And the past two years, I've come across some really great rates uh, for the hotel and um, airfare package for December. So, so those are things that I will check out now. Um, I had I was a little. Um, I don't know. I, I, 
since I hadn't used uh, Travelocity before, I would ask, you know, friends that uh, if they had used it, and they said yes, and they had a good experience. So um, now I am a convert as well. So when I can, especially if I'm looking for a bargain getaway, a single bo- a solo bargain getaway, I will look at Travelocity. But but if, if I'm going to California, you don't have to do as much planning um, because of the max passes and that and everything is so close. Um, but if I go to if I go to Walt Disney World, I am doing this. So try as much as I can to do the, the make the dining reservations uh, for a couple of restaurants. Sometimes I do the mining the dining plan, and other times I don't. But if I am doing the dining plan, I make those uh, reservations for the restaurants that I'm especially fond of, Boma, but and uh, others as well. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you can do a little bit if you are a planner. That Walt Disney World vacation is going to be fun from the moment you. Uh, you, you decide to go. <laughs> and talk about budgeting, too, especially for hotels. The farther out that you can plan your vacation, whether it's solo or not, you know, you, uh, renting DVC points is always such a great budget See? cost cutter. Well, Alexa yeah. just yes. uh, included herself on a future <laughs> yes, podcast like, by making that eyes, comment. Our eyes just went, oh, we've never like, done that. <laughs> we've not done that. We need you to come back and explain to all of us how but that again, works. Well, I, I, I just attempted to do it for the first time, um, and it didn't work out because I was nine months. I'm in the process of planning my return trip to Disney uh, for December, January of next year, and I was like nine months out instead of the 11 months getting into some of those preferred hotels. But for example, a value suite at um, Animal Kingdom was going to be for like a five day overnight stay was going to be in the $700 range. So oh my gosh. you can really, and that's obviously a deluxe hotel, and at that price, I couldn't even get. Uh, art of animation no. or anything mm-hmm. for that. So again, looking <laughs> so at budgeting. We're going to have to trip. stop this podcast right now. We got to go check some Whip rates and book some hotels now. Um, so we'll be back with you in just a moment. <laughs> just kidding. Well, that's amazing. We definitely are going to have to have you oh, come wow. on and explain that more because um, that's a excellent point that if you can rent those points and save yourself a nice chunk of change that obviously it's good on your pocketbook but you also have more money to do other things maybe maybe those uh special um you know things that you want to do yeah tours um and where you can really not feel alone you could be in a group Mm -hmm. and uh, learn more about disney in the process so Mm -hmm. very very cool i will just add that a lot of times when i when I mention to people that I like Disney and that I go, you know, not a lot. I wouldn't say it's a lot, but some people would say it's a lot. Um, some people would say again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I've, I think I've heard that. I may have heard that once or twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing that to keep in mind is when you are traveling alone or if you're maybe only traveling just one other person and you don't have, as, uh, neither of you have like a, a really hard schedule you have to keep. For example, I have family who has, they have kids, they have wrestling season, um, they have all kinds of school activities. When you are planning by yourself, um, that gives you a little more flexibility to work just around your own schedule, mm-hmm. which means that maybe you can travel during a time of year where there is a big discount on um, 
on rates, uh, one thing if you're thinking about doing a Disney Cruise Line, January is a great time to get your cabin. Um, now, it's a double occupancy situation, so you might want to find one other person. But you can, for one person, uh, if you're splitting the cost, it's going to be about 700 bucks. Wow. Per person, whereas if you're traveling another time of year when families are, when the whole family is able to go, it's going to be a lot more. It's going to be in the thousands of dollars. So that's something to keep in mind that, yeah, okay, you're not going to be able to split the cost with someone else or your family, but you might get a much better rate. Mm-hmm. So consider traveling uh, by yourself in those off seasons. And not just for budgeting reasons. I mean, that's a excellent example, but also that's why I want to travel solo to Disney is because not everybody that uh, I travel to Disney with regularly is able to go in those off seasons. And as a person who hates humid, hot weather (laughs) and has gotten the Disney rash a couple of times. Same. Um, I want to be going there when there are fewer crowds and the weather is nicer. So yeah, yeah. You do yeah. If you are, if you have a flexible schedule and your regular travel Disney mates don't, don't be afraid to just go and do it on your own. Mm-hmm. I have to interrupt this for a funny story. Mm-hmm. Brett got to say I too was getting the Disney rash. Uh, when we were in, in California, oh, and I was like, we Brett, know. we have <laughs> to stop. I have to go to the baby center and find some desitin. Yes. yes, we didn't know. I didn't know exactly what was going on. I know that there was pain involved. Disney it was just a little rash happening. It, it, was, it was fine. Well, yes. I actually got the Disney rash for the first time in Italy. So I, I know it now is the Disney rash, but golfer's vasculitis is no fun if you have it. So, um, But it's, it's something real that a lot of people... People get at Disney because it's um, brought on by humidity mm-hmm. and excessive walking, which yeah. at Disney World is like, you know, that's, that's all you're doing happen. in the summertime. Nine that's of the all year. you're doing. Exactly, so. exactly. Well, we, you know, there's a lot that you can plan and you can make your own pace, but uh, one thing that everyone will be wondering is, you know, how safe is it to travel mm-hmm. by yourself? What can you do to make sure that you, you don't have to be looking over your shoulder the whole time? Um, what are what are your, some of your best tips, Brad? Well, I think actually that's um, if you are an inexperienced solo traveler, um, and as Alexa said, you want to kind of try that for the first time. Disney is a great place for that because there are a lot of people uh, looking out for your safety. You know, either through um, just because of the times there are um, extra safety precautions, even getting into parks and such. Um, that so you can you don't have to worry about that. So if you were going to other places that did not have that full fleet of our staff members that were taking care of that, um, that could that might be a little bit more of a concern. But still, you want to just be aware of your surroundings. And it, kind of an interesting story, kind of on the uh, well, the extreme end. Actually, I one time I was going. I think I was going to Blizzard Beach. You know, so I was taking I was taking um, early morning transportation because I'm an early morning person, and uh, and actually going to the going to the water parks right as they open, it's kind of like having the park to yourself. So you have about an hour. So anyway, but on this particular trip, there was probably mm, a, maybe a seven year old girl that was traveling by herself to the Ooh. parks. And wow, can you me. get in if you're seven? Do they let? kids in by themselves? 
I don't know. That is she a was, great question. But but she was. I mean, she was a pro. I mean, she was a pro, yeah. and people were asking. You know, I guess the bus driver was asking. She might have been seven or eight. Well, she yeah. Her first eight, words were eight, probably eight, nine, Mickey Mouse. Maybe eight, nine, or ten. <laughs> I don't know because she had she had some traveling experience. Because so she was yeah. an expert. Yeah. She was not messing around, and it was like no big deal. And, you know, for all of us that have kind of grown up going to Disney, yeah. you know, we are kind of set out on our own a little bit earlier than we would be, you know, traveling to a city or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little bit extreme. Um, and luckily, she was in a very safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a few years ago, so maybe um, parenting has changed just a little bit. But, you know, I'm like going... It was it was So what extreme. happened? Did Blizzard No, nope, she was fine. No, was I don't fine. know. I mean, I'm like going... <laughs> I didn't, didn't take her under. Her I didn't follow her around, <laughs> Vanessa. That would be very weird. But anyway, no. I'm, she just was traveling. I don't know. Maybe she was going to another park or something. Gotcha. Or, but she was a solo traveler at the age of wow. you know eight or nine or something. I think eight. Probably. Well, if anyway. you're listening and you are under the age of ten, we are not recommending that you travel. Alone. <laughs> maybe not. You yet. should probably travel with your parents. Yes. But but um, as a single traveler, just be aware of your surroundings. Um, there are there are occasions where um, good things or bad things happen to good people, even at the happiest and most magical places on earth. Right. So just be aware, I would say, you know, especially for women, I think in general, I think women are usually a little more aware of their surroundings. Um, So just take that same mentality with you wherever you go in life, because you just never know. But if you're using Lyft and Uber uh, to get around, it's especially important to make sure that you're matching. Uh, if a car pulls up and is ready for you to get in, mm-hmm. just take that extra step yeah. to make sure that the license plate matches and that you're asking them, who are you here for? So just little things like that. I also use the hotel safe to make sure I leave some cash and um and uh, a credit card behind just in case something should happen to my wallet while I'm out for the day. Uh, It's really nice at Walt Disney World where you have the magic bands and you don't necessarily have to worry about carrying everything. But for Disneyland, that wasn't an option for me. So leave behind some things. This is good for solo travel anywhere just to make sure if something should happen to whatever you have on hand with you for the day, you're okay. You've still got stuff back at the hotel. Um, And then, again, I mentioned earlier, checking in with loved ones. Make sure somebody knows where you are and what you're kind of doing for that day. And that's part of the fun, too, and I think we'll talk about that later. But sharing virtually your your (laughs) Disney travel experience is a way to uh, cut back on some of that loneliness that you might Mm -hmm. incur. Yeah, that, that absolutely. And and even if as you are, you know, letting out of the parks and it's, if it's dark, try to be with the crowds um, as they're walking out. Uh, just things, the common sense things like that. Um, it's the happiest place on earth, but it, it you still want to be safe. So great points there. Um, but in general, very, very safe trip. Not really much you have to worry about. But there are some perks to being alone <laughs> within the park. So I'd like us, if we can, to kind of dive into our top tips for having just the bestest vacation possible <laughs> when you're alone. Um, Brett, you look like you're just sitting on something you want to say. I have a list. No. Um, well, let's see. Actually, um, the first day when I travel, generally, um, 
in order to get a, a preferred uh, airfare pricing, um, generally that happens early in the morning or late at night. So when I'm first uh, like getting to Florida or, or California, my first day, you know, you want to do it all. Um, mm. But your body has been up. Well, it's been a, well. We've all been excited about going, so there's not a whole lot of sleeping about that. Plus, you have to get up early to get to your flight. Mm. So and some of us are star- still like not, you know, getting off of our travel medication, our, right? Yes, our, our, As you've learned, <laughs> this is whole insert other, Judy. Yes, insert, yeah, your, your Judy drugs, your yeah. traveling companions. Yeah. Um, but so <laughs> the thing that I've learned is even even though. I want to get out there and do everything the first day. Um, I'm kind of kind to myself. And I'm like going, you know, if I, this is the conversation I have with myself because I've, I've had this a number of times, but you know, this is your vacation. Number one. Okay. If I'm traveling solo, it's my vacation. I don't have to do everything the first day. And if I take a little extra time to, to, you know, go into the parks and such, but then go back to my, uh, Accommodations for the evening. If I take it, if I take it easy, it, it makes the rest of the vacation that much easier because you're going to get tired during a Disney vacation. So you may as well start off with as much of a good night's sleep as you can because because the next morning, depending on your park, you could be if it's California, you could be in line at six o'clock in the morning to get in there at seven, which is even intense for a Disney fan like I am. But yeah, take it easy the first day is my first tip. It's funny because I've I've asked you, I've lived vicariously through you on several <laughs> trips now, and I, I, I've asked him, you know, oh, what are you doing this first day? And you'll specifically plan out like, oh, I'm going to watch the Barbara Streisand special on Netflix. I'm like, you're, I'm <laughs> Which sorry, Which I never what? did, actually. <laughs> yeah, I you never did, but you, yeah. you had planned these right. times to watch like these specific, or a Disney movie. You're like, oh, I'm planning to watch this yes. Disney movie take while it, I'm on my Disney vacation. Time. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What about you, Alexa? What are some of your uh, tips? And we can we can go around yes, as many times yes, until we run out. Because this, so. this is what people live <laughs> is for, right? Is that a sports right? term I'm not aware of? But anyway. <laughs> so some tips that I would have. First of all, take advantage of the single rider lines. Uh, they are there for people like you, and they definitely work. Not everyone, not every single rider line, at least at Disneyland, worked as well as others. Um, Radiator Springs Racers, mm-hmm. it would be a 65-minute wait for a standby line and a five-minute wait, I kid you not, for, right. for single you... rider. So I went on that like three times in a row. Whoa. I saw the same people standing in line. I know, yes. It's, it's insane. And, and even, I'm sorry, even at its longest, it's about 25 minutes. Even if it's all the way yes, out to the front, yeah. and that's and that's consistently because I've done that a number of times when it was first open and there were long lines in the middle of the day. It's twenty five right. minutes at the longest, and it's okay. really because it's a, it's a six person car and you've got three in each row, and a lot of people are traveling in groups of two. So it seemed like every car that was coming by, there was at least one of those rows that was being filled with a single rider. So the way that it's just laid out, it just works really well and such a fun ride. Splash Mountain at uh, Disneyland, I didn't have as much uh, as good of experience using that single rider line. So it just really depends on the ride, but give it a try. Um, it can really cut back on your wait time and lines, which is really, as a solo traveler, and for anybody traveling to Disney, that's some of your you know, longest periods of boredom. So mm-hmm. um, use those single tra- use those single rider lines. Um, use mobile ordering again for the same reason. 
Sorry, Brett. No, is, that's a Vanessa uh, thing. Oh, <laughs> no, well, I'm I've sorry to interrupt, but to, to go back to your single writer for just yes. a moment, you had a very spectacular and wonderful experience at Indiana Jones, didn't you? Oh, I, yes. For tw- two times in a row, and actually the second time I gave up my spot, but um, <laughs> right doing the single rider line at Indiana Jones, I was. It, they just put me in the front row, right behind the steering wheel. <gasps> yes, every time. I did that too. What? I did that too, and I'm oh, like going, yeah. "I'll be your chauffeur." There I don't know a, you. There was a steering wheel. Yes, there as many times as we went on that, we I never the back had the row. steering yes. wheel. Yes. Yeah, and oh, Brett I knows all of this stuff because yeah. he was one of my Disney travel virtual travel mates. Yes. Oh, that was fun. I'm Which sorry. was wonderful. Yes, going but back no, to your yeah, mobile so, ordering. So mobile ordering, um, I had used that in, in Pandora, Disney World before when it first came out. Um, and then this was my return, uh, my first return to Disney since then. So I was able to use it at like Bengal Barbecue, at mm, the so um, good. Uh, whatever the place is where they're selling the Disney Dole Whip. Um, Aloha. Aloha Isle. No. I don't, yeah, I'm sorry. You bought it for me. I don't remember what it's called in Disneyland. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, just Just such a wonderful... I would have used it more, but the Food and Wine Festival was going on at uh, Disney California Adventure, and I got my sip and say that was one of my priorities as a foodie i wanted to really take advantage of of that and i will tell you as a solo traveler it was great too because it was shorter lines standing in line getting to try all this different food and you know if you have any stigma about sitting alone by yourself at a nice restaurant which you shouldn't because there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. and but this was a way to to keep things flowing and and get great food. But anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. Back to the The mobile order is a great way to, again, save yourself some time. Um, a lot of times you, uh, secret menu items are on the mobile order only, so you won't mm. see them on the menu. That's a good tip. Mm-hmm. So uh, mobile order is a great always option, too. I don't even understand why people wouldn't use mobile ordering because it's so much faster. You, it's It's basically cutting the line. I mean, it, right. you're not because you're getting in line from far away, and then you're mm-hmm. you, while you would be waiting, you're mm-hmm. walking to the location. Such a great, thing. but it's a great thing. Now, my tip is um, to be like a kid. So I usually get a snack. And then I go get ready for the parade. And if you're by yourself, and again, when you're by yourself, you don't, you know, I don't have to hold spots for anybody at the parade. I don't have to, you know, make concessions of, you know, with your, when you're with kids, maybe they don't want to wait that long to get a good, you have to get a good spot for the parade, right? So you got to get there early. And if with your family, maybe they don't want to sit and wait for a good spot uh, or wait for the parade to come. But when you're by yourself, you can get a snack, you can get right there on the street where the Parade's going to come, and here's what I found, people. The children will come eventually. They will come sit by you. You do <laughs> yes. not give up your spot. You yes. stay seated on the ground. You yes. do not be nice and offer. When, when you do that, I know it sounds mean, but when you do that, you have kids on both sides of you. The characters will come to you. They, they're not tip. actually talking to you because you're the adult and that's weird. But they're talking to the kids right next to you. You can get amazing photos mm-hmm. of the characters that's really so close up because they're interacting with the kids around you. You can um, hear the um, 
the the characters that speak. You can hear their interactions, which you normally wouldn't get to if you're standing way in the back mm-hmm. with mom and dad. See, that's great. So yeah. that is my tip. Um, and, and not everyone <laughs> likes to do that, but I'm a really big parade fan. So I've yeah. done that several times. I'm usually down there with the, with the chillins, hanging well, out. <laughs> well, that's, I think you're also... Uh, parades are designed uh, kind of... Uh, Seeing that from a child's angle, yes. you sort of you see a, you see it at a different you see um, at a, obviously at a different perspective, but mm-hmm. you're seeing a different experience than when you're standing. These are all obvious yes. things, but you can't experience it like a child. Now I have to do. I, that's a marvelous tip. My tip was to sit next to a garbage can, so you don't so you have a little bit something to lean on, sure. but you don't get the character interaction. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try Vanessa's tip. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. well, and that. Yeah. That leads to also prioritize your trip based on what your interests are. I have yet to do a character experience just because I'm a little weirded out about the idea of talking to the characters. And I know there are other people out there like me. I will be doing that when I go with my niece in a couple years. So I will be hitting you guys up for tips for that. But I am a thrill. I I love the thrill rides. I love the foodie experiences. I love the entertainment. So whenever I'm planning, and especially for a solo trip, just plan whatever you want to do. If you usually go with people who are not into hoop-de-doo review and that is what you want to do, go spend your money and get your ticket to do that. Prioritize based on what your interests are. Absolutely. And the other thing I want to point out is um, that when you are... So I noticed this when I was waiting to get onto the ferry to go into the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. You can maneuver your way through crowds a lot more effectively when you are by yourself. You can move quicker when you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does kind of stink a little bit because you're they they it feels a lot i imagine what it's like going to ellis island back in the day you're all grouped <laughs> into a big they push you in together and everyone no around me pushing, but yes uh, well they, they say everyone move in move, move in, in move, move in, in move in and you see people grouped together talking to each other and you're kind of uh i'm short too so i'm usually surrounded Same by here. tall yep. people yep. so i'm i feel like a child lost in a crowd and i'm just listening to the conversations around me but as soon as I can start wiggling my way sure, yeah. through this crowd. I got I got up toward the front. Just, yeah. I'm able to take off and yes. get through security and get through the front gate yes. and get to the attractions I want to get to quicker than anyone would. Even mm-hmm. if I'm with another person, uh, I can get through a lot faster or single than I can even with one other person. So I that know. is... Yep. And Brett knows... Well, Brett knew this before, but when we were in Disneyland, I imagine that if Erica didn't have the two of us to her side, she's a runner. She could have been in that dash to Peter Pan and gotten there way before I was slowing her down. I may have even beat a little because I was freaking out of what was going on. But anyway, it's yeah. We don't have to edit that out. It's fine. I don't no, like I know it's that. all good. So. It's all good. It's, it's not its first time. It's made it to the podcast. Exactly. So you know, but if you're by yourself and you are in that uh, rope drop mad dash, because I do mean it's a mad. It's dash. a mad dash to Peter Pan. Truly, it's, it is. Uh, it's like. Like a five, it's like starting a race. Yeah. If you're by yourself, you can run a lot faster. Like that than one guy did. Remember that guy behind the guy us, that was behind us, Mr. Yes. Daddy Longlegs. Yes. I don't even know how he got ahead of us, yes. but he was, he was just good. darted past us, yeah. and I, with my little corgi legs, was dragging everybody corgi down. Legs. But <laughs> no, we need to go back to the Ellis Island, <laughs> you know, metaphor or whatever, because I'm like going. 
that would be what it would be like. Oh my gosh! Because like if you're in this very crowded sort of ferry over, you know, uh, over going over to the Magic Kingdom, you know, the Statue of Liberty is the is the castle. Right know, there, it is. It's like all those movies and all this. It's yeah, and it's a, it's, it's a wonderful just, metaphor. I love that. Well, Thank it, you. Yeah, and it's not just too. Some people think, well, I just walk right into the Magic Kingdom. No, there's there's a wait area. As soon as you get off the bus, you have to rush to the line, then you wait there. Okay, right. and then you got to wait to get on the boat. Okay, and then you got to wait on the boat. Okay, then you got to wait. You get off the boat, but then you got to wait to get into security. And each of those ways, if you're by yourself, you can wiggle your way through the crowd um, and get to the front. So you don't have to wait forever on everyone there, else to go through. Yes, right? there are... A, you don't always, want to push anybody. No, but. no, no. Well, you just, you know, you just politely move your move your way through. I have a couple of, couple of tips that way. <laughs> okay. Um, for the Haunted Mansion... Okay, if, even if you're with people, Disneyland or Orlando, either one. Okay, um, when especially especially, <laughs> no, I would say definitely Walt Disney World. This okay. is a Walt Disney World trip. Orlando. Okay, so as soon as you um, as soon as you exit uh, the portrait chamber, we'll say, uh, hug the wall on the left. If you hug the wall, you will get in front of. A lot of people. I agree. And you you just hug the wall, and then you can kind of get right on up there as a single person, or even if you're if you're with people. But as a single person, definitely. The other tri- tip trick I have now this is kind of this is um, this does harken back to times when the American Adventure um, has lots of visitors during the day, um, and you can also do this probably for just about any theater type attraction uh, like the Hollow Presidents or uh, or Mickey's Philharmagic if because if you want if you uh, if you get to the front of the line which naturally we would be because we get to the front of the lines to things um, but then when we go into the actual theater if you hang back just a little bit and you might do the this is okay this is what I do you kind of look around. So this is an acting challenge for all of you out there. You you look around as though where is Uncle Herschel? Where is my Uncle Herschel? I'm waiting for I'm waiting for him so we can all go in together. And the, during while you're waiting for Uncle Herschel in quotations, you kind of t- you kind of look at the at the uh, at the seating. And about the time where it looks like you're going to get in right in the in the halfway mark to the perfect seats. That's no, I'm not even going to wait for Uncle Herschel. I'm just going on doing. in. I see so. because they forced you to go all the way in the you row. Go all the way into the you row. Like to be in the center of the I row. like to be in the center, so I Got look for you. a relative. Thank you for clarifying that. But I that's, see. Yes, you can kind of, well, what's go, where are my people? I'm looking for, so the people are just, oh, mm-hmm. what's this yeah. you know, loser looking for? But anyway, Excellent. but I'm like going, I kind of keep my eye. I'm like going, that's good enough. Oh, and just, then you just oh, walk just go on ahead in. And, go ahead, May. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm waiting so, for someone. I'm waiting oh, for someone. Oh, oh, so all of you out there, if you see Brett, pretend to be Uncle Herschel. He's a liar. That's a great tip. Because yeah, it, it, it works does. in theaters. It works. Yeah. You know, we're, we're for Muppets. I've used it in Muppets. Used it a lot in the Hollow Presidents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, American Adventure. I've used that too mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. So those are single single tips to get optimal seating. Ha! Huh, how's that? I love it. I do have another. This is another thing, and this kind of goes with the positive negatives. Uh, is that. And and it's odd. This even happens with cast members. You know, they, when they ask a party, 
you know, and you'll say one and, and they say just one. They will say just one. Or sometimes you'll hear, oh, by, you're by yourself, uh, you know, or oh, you're mm-hmm. by yourself as a statement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like going, okay. But it, it, there, sometimes I feel a little, well, it seems a little judgy or a little mm-hmm. condescending. Maybe I'm being overly sensitive, mm-hmm. but it's the, but it's words you would never hear. You would never hear someone say that you were a party of two and a cast member would say, Oh, just the two of, two of you, not three. Two. Yeah, go ahead. You know, but as a yeah. single person, you hear this. Oh, just you or just this, which I'm like going and there's no just to it. So yeah. the other thing I've never done, but I've kind of contemplated is either have a witty comeback that kind of really just kind of goes that hurt or perhaps just burst into tears because I'm like, I'm like oh, you don't understand. I was supposed to have. Oh, no, yes, please. No, yes, you know, I Yeah. I've never done that, but I'm like going cast members into hugging you. You know, no, I would no. That's the title. I wouldn't do that either. No, I don't follow eight year olds, and I don't ask people strangers to hug me. I don't know. I'm a little concerned now, Vanessa. But anyway, (laughs) another thing. Okay, I'm going to do two at a time because they kind of the acting thing kind of kind of segues into it. Now these are things I've never done, but I've I've contemplated doing as a single traveler. um, Actually, I got this inspiration um, in the '90s. Mad about you. <laughs> there was a time when the Buchanans uh, pretended to be Jamie's parents in order to get this timeshare thing, you know, and uh, and so so I guess is it well, anyway the Helen Hunt character, Jamie. No, that Jamie's the husband. Anyway, I should know that. But anyway, she said that when she was growing up, she and her sister would pretend to be different people when they were on vacation. You know, they would. So, so anyway, mm. in this episode, which is in season three, I believe, because I, I, I bought it on iTunes because I'm like, well, I got to see this. So she pretends to be French. She pretends, you know, to be an ambassador. She says, my husband's an astronaut. So she has to keep all these stories straight. But, you know, as an acting challenge, there are times when I've considered being a foreign person or from another land as I experience my Disney travels, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm like going, you can't really do that in Epcot because, you know, no. the, the real French will, they'll you know, know, they'll know and the real English he will know, French? you know, <laughs> they will do that. But it's, but it's, it's an idea that, you know, it's, it's an idea to have an acting challenge to be, yeah. to in fact, be someone else, which you can kind of do during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Right. Because. Yeah, I was Kristoff and well, and the cast members love it when you do. They love it, and Edna loves it when you wear her glasses. Oh yeah, <laughs> she loves that. I know when I was in the Halloween party, we were dressed as pirates, and they would. One guy gave me free ice cream because he says I. I yes. went up to the counter and I'm like, yeah, I like to have an ice cream, and he's like, look. I don't want any trouble. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, I know how you pirates are. I don't want any trouble. Just take your ice cream and go. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yes, please. I don't want you to take my ship. Please go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so well, it's that was fun, some magic. Right? Very that immersive. Was, yeah. Oh, and, and it is kind of fun uh, as uh, introverted people, as yeah. we, we or we all have that side to us, to pretend to be a little more extroverted on your true, yes. vacation when you feel like yes. it. So there's yeah. times you just don't want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. pre-coffee most of the time. But, um, <laughs> you know, that that is a thing. And another thing that Brett and I do, and Alexa, I don't know if you do this. Um, well, I'm speaking for Brett, so That's maybe a, not. I'm, I'm very but curious to see what I do. It's fun to pretend uh, to be a, a vlogger. 
when you're on. I mean, maybe we are vloggers, but I don't, there's no. Well, go ahead. I'm well, like going. I my, actually do it, but yeah. Well, I guess well, I, also, I don't usually publish my stuff, but I kind really? of pretend like oh, that's I'm uh, out and I'm recording for the masses, mm-hmm. and I will talk to the camera like, oh, hey, did you see this? There's something. This is something you should know. There's something I want to point out to you. I think my thought is always, oh, one of these days I'll I'll put it on YouTube to so people can watch and get tips and stuff. But it, if you're feeling alone, which I'd like to get into here in a moment, if you are feeling alone, it's a good way to not be alone because you're you're talking to someone. You're right. talking Absolutely. to the to people who are going to see this later. So I always find that helps because sometimes you just got to have your voice. Well, she's you hilarious. just have to talk. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right? I have a comedy made, writer, but my gosh, she has a whole I made comedy one team. joke, and Brett is just let me was just told like, me that I'm hilarious. I'm like, she is. I'm well, just living on that one best. joke. And I'm like going, I feel like that too. You, there is some, there is a, a click or a switch that when you go into, you know, a Disney uh, environment, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm hilarious in my head, you know, and I'm, and well, just, you're hilarious <laughs> in general. It's, not <laughs> it's anyway. fun to travel with you and, yes. it, and it's, and you're right. We uh, all kind of get that Disney magic mm-hmm. and we drink the Disney Kool-Aid and we feel Absolutely. like we're the hilariously best funny. Oh my ourselves. gosh. Yeah. yeah so. Um, it's it, one thing that I thought of when you're talking about um, feeling alone and, 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 well, not feeling alone, but having someone say, oh, it's just you. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite vloggers, Adam Hattan, mm-hmm. uh, went on a Disney Cruise Line uh, trip by himself, mm-hmm. and I and he ran into that. And I really felt for him when I was watching the video later. Um, but as a vlogger, I'm hoping that he uh, found comfort in talking to the camera and and connecting with people in that way. I think it's gotten it a lot fun. better. Yeah. It's gotten a lot mm-hmm. better. I again, I've had a lot of experience solo traveling, and I, I find that more to be the experience overseas in Europe, where people just do seem to take meals more as a social gathering, meals mm-hmm. out. Um, but I haven't really experienced that too much in the U.S. And you know what? That's where your confidence in, in yourself and your comfort level comes in. Just just let it let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because it's not going to affect uh, how much fun you're having. And, and, yeah, people go to the movies by themselves. They go to oh, travel by themselves. That's what Brett, that it's killed literally. me and Brett. It killed yeah. me. What that's are you going to talk about during a movie? You're watching the movie. Absolutely. There was, well, there was, I <laughs> no names because I don't remember. But, there, but even last year there was someone who, well, I'm happy for them. But they were noting, this is the first time I've ever gone to the movie by myself, you know. And it was, <laughs> well, it, if you haven't done it before, it would be monumental. Yeah, but sure. I'm like going, again, it's kind of the, really definitely the the overarching message of this whole thing is don't wait for someone. Right. Yes. You know, do yes. it. That, that's Because if thing. you wait for someone or wait for the timing to be right for everyone, I'm like going... It may not happen, so just do it. And I think there's something so empowering about doing it at Disney for the first time because you have this mentality that you're on vacation and you're doing things that are outside the scope of your normal, Mm -hmm. everyday life. If you're traveling by yourself, you don't have that friend to call and 
and say, do you want to go out right now? So go do that. Make your vacation that. Go do these things for the first time and then take that back home with you and take that on your broader travels. And it's really, it's really empowering because mm-hmm. you recognize that a lot of your worry is just the anticipation mm-hmm. of something and not oh, the actual not doing the actual. of it. That is such a great line. Mm-hmm. Your worry is the anticipation, not the actual doing. Ah. Oh, <sighs> I'm going to get out the pillows it's and gold. the embroidery. It's All right, gold. guys, thread your needles. We're yes. embroidering this now while we it finish this podcast. Um, let's talk about waiting in lines because that is probably the time that you're going to be spending the most time alone. Maybe you're not going to be on video vlogging or even making videos for your family because you or know you very well could be. You but could yes, be you in the event that you be, are not engaging. Yes. You're crowded. Yes. You're crowded, so maybe you don't mm-hmm. want to do that because you don't want people to listen in um, or 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 photobomb you or phone right. video or your pictures. Or so impede their visits. Right. Exactly. Know? So what do you do, guys? Do while you're waiting in lines. I'll throw it to Alexa. Oh my goodness. This is the hardest part for me because A, I am a person of uh, not great patience. (laughs) So anything I can do to cut my time in line again using the mobile order or using fast pass, max pass, single rider lines, I'm going to be doing that. But inevitably, you're going to find yourself waiting in line lines of some sort. So For me, that was a great time for me to catch up on sharing my experiences with the person I usually travel to Disney with, and Brett was also. I had (laughs) gone to Brett when I found out that I was going to be going to Disneyland. Um, I was like, you're the man uh, that knows about Disneyland. Thank you. Yes, I am. Sharing it with with me. So it was um, great. So, you know, some of these rides that Brett had shared these experiences that he had or... um, you know, food experience or whatever, I would send text him yeah, a picture I'm and be here. like, Hey, it is yeah. as great as you thought it was and you know, Brett was all about it. He was, it was so it was a great time to like, catch up I on texting and pictures and just communicating with other people. There were a few lines, especially single rider lines, where I was able to more comfortably, again, as an introvert, chat with some people who I didn't mm-hmm. know because we were all in the same boat together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should say, not everybody in the single rider line is solo at Disney, though. <laughs> it's also a great way to, if you don't care about sitting next to the people you're with, you'll find groups of people in that single rider line because mm-hmm. it's a faster way to get on the yeah. ride yes, in which, <clears throat> but, but people generally, especially in that line, I find, I found were more willing to chat it up. You know, for me too, like the uncomfortable of being around groups of people who are having conversations and some of them, you know, you're feeling like, oh, TMI, I think <laughs> yes. I should be hearing this. But sometimes people would be talking and in a way that made you that made me feel comfortable enough to just uh, say, hey, I heard you talking about that. I just did it. It's over in that area mm-hmm. of the park. It was great. Don't miss out. Um, so, and, and that was part of the fun of the trip for me too. So, I, and then yeah. there's also the dis. I'm sorry. I'm That's okay. Go going, ahead. Going, going. The no. dis- I'm not a gamer, so maybe this is going to be more Brett and Vanessa. But there's the Play Parks app, which mm-hmm. a lot of people I saw using on particular rides and areas of the park. So I feel so old because no. we were in Disneyland and I was trying to do I'm like, Brett, I can't what's happening? I can't get this figured what's going on? I'm done with this. Yeah. And I just, I, technology was uh, difficult there. for me that particular. I probably just needed some more coffee, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> churro. Oh, churro. Give me a churro stat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's, no, they should be make a, that into a t-shirt. Yeah. Get me a churro stat. stat. 
So, well, actually, there were a couple of there were a couple things that, that you mentioned that uh, that I have yeah, <laughs> I have my own view of, shall we say? Um, the first <laughs> the first thing, the single writers. Okay, the world is sometimes meant for people that are not single, and so I the, I I think that as you know, kind of as this mandatory th- thing for the single writer line that you need to bring your W two and see that and show them that you are in fact single, and that that you should go to the line in front of people that are in the single line oh. because they want to they want to save time. This is a single line. I want. I am single. I want so bring your W two and show them I am a single person. I'm getting in line and I'm in front of these. Can people. I point something out to you? I had though. a big issue at, at test track. That when, I left when like, we oh no. when so we're talking about traveling solo on this podcast <laughs> yes. and you're you have a soapbox speech about being single and using the single rider line. Yes. When we were on our Disney vacationette podcast, yes. and we traveled as a group. You were on your soapbox about there are different types of families. We should be led in a family. Yes. Why weren't we selected to be a family? Types of families. So I'm. I just. I'm. I'm just noticing. I'm just observing. Thank That's you. Just, just something I'd I like have, to share with you. That I also, about you. you can be a married person and definitely go to Disney on your own. That might even be good for your marriage. Yes. You never well, know. Oh yes. 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 Single My, people's marriage advice. Well, you heard it here. Yes. Um, <laughs> The other thing, you know, when you were talking about kind of breaking out of your comfort zone, I generally don't speak to a lot of people when I'm on vacation, but the times that I have, I I, I was watching a parade at Disneyland, and so I was sitting next to people who, I had two examples, well, anyway, both at Disneyland, anyway, so these people that, um, I think they were from Indiana, so hey, represent Midwest, and uh, they were there, it was their son's um, graduation request slash gift to go see The Price is Right. So he and his mom went on The Price is Right. So I heard all about how you get on The Price is Right and what the deal was and all that. And so that was, and, and it, again, it passed the time before a parade. So that was a hoot. The other thing I did, which was a little out of character for me, but I was waiting in the single line for Radiator Spring Racers and the two people that were in front of me in the single line. But anyway, I... They were they, <laughs> they were together, but riding single. Um, they had the um, the the Ellen app, um, the oh, heads up, heads up, yeah, the heads up, great and, app, <laughs> Ellen. If you're listening, and so, you are. So they were doing that, and they were bantering back and forth. And this and this guy gave it. It was something about I think the topic was movies or something, and and he was giving this cue, you know the clue and all this, and she wasn't getting it, and then. <laughs> Okay, I call them Dumbo ears. It's kind of like when you're on vacation and you're a single person, you're not you intentionally. Call them Dumbo I, call them ears. Ears. I call them Dumbo ears because you are you are sort of listening to other people's conversations just because you, you have know, no you, other you have option it, other than the voices in your head, you know. Right. So uh, so I call them Dumbo ears. So anyway, the most so adorable Disney thing I've ever heard. Boom, you know, I just did a <laughs> yeah, visual of the, the ears. I love unfolding. that. So they were playing. They were playing heads up. And she was complaining that he wasn't giving good clues. And I kind of just looked at them and, uh, and they were good clues. And I kind of eventually became a part of the heads up group there. Oh, so good. that was kind of yeah. fun. Well, that was two two occasions where yeah. I did get out of my comfort zone and engaged, um, you know, with other guests. Other times I've heard 
Um, especially this was during um, Disneyland's 50th anniversary because I hadn't been on a vacation in a long time. But anyway, so um, I had my Dumbo ears on, open and ready for business. And there were lots of cast members around watching different, you know, special events and all that. And you would get all these wonderful tips and and uh, and historical things, especially mm-hmm. Disneyland. And so, so you can oh, learn yeah. things, too. Yeah. Too, so. I, I was, was in line for in the ride of Brett. The ride broke down so many times while I was there. The um, Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters, which I just, as an Italian girl, just absolutely love. <laughs> but the cast members were coming out and just chatting us up while we were waiting. And, you know, I, I would not have thought to ask about these things if it was just running through a line or if I was there with other people chatting with them. But, like, I found out how those work, you know, that it's on this charge system that's below the surface and every third time around the cars that go in the back for like the 30 seconds they're back there waiting for somebody to come in they get charged up and they're able to go and it's all on a gps system so so you can really learn some fascinating things just by keeping your ears open being willing to chat up people taking advantage of cast members knowledge i actually feel sorry for cast members because if you'll if you'll watch them they're often saying the same thing over and over and over again i think i would guess that they appreciate a little break in the monotony of saying the same thing and Mm -hmm. they they probably enjoy being asked a question Mm -hmm. or um getting to talk about something they're knowledgeable knowledgeable about even Mm -hmm. when we were in disneyland um he was not on the clock but we had a disney (laughs) uh cast member in front of us and when he was he was doing a solo day and was chatting mm-hmm. with us and actually uh, ended up giving us, a lot. A, yes. giving us good information, good tips, and a discount and on our discount. food. Yes. <laughs> so we never said his name, so he's all right. He's no. still employed. But <laughs> but that's those are all um, great tips. Um, and, and, so, and so if you're thinking that you're not going to be able to talk to anybody on this trip, I really don't think that's the case. I've had pretty long conversations at the charging station across from Rapunzel's bathrooms in mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, the one person from the family will take all the chargeable items Aww. and go sit and charge them, and you and they want someone to talk to because they're alone now. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, on the buses, uh, as you're mm-hmm. going to and from the parks, uh, those those groups they really they really like to chat mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so that's that's always a fun time, and it gets a breaks up the day a little bit. And with that, <laughs> when you're on the bus, sort of another tip that I use: there are times when. Uh, Maybe you don't want to listen um, to their conversations, and the trick I've learned is to bring my headphones, and you can kind of mm-hmm. it, uh, it it helps with uh, the noise level of some people. There was one time I was on a bus that was practically empty. I mean, was entirely empty except for a family of five or six and me, and they were all yelling to the t- you know the top of their lungs, and I'm like going and and I'm just like going my annoyance if you can imagine my annoyance level went up. <laughs> Because of, not because of, not just because of me, but I'm like going, why are you doing that? It's just, you know, I mean, why, it's, it's a little rude. You, so I put the headphones on and I <laughs> listen to my own music or I put it on uh, sound dampening and, you, you know, say that and counseling. I instantly think of when Erica and I and you were cackling on the monorail <laughs> <laughs> and that poor family was like, we got to get off. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? They, but it was so funny. Was we funny. just couldn't yeah. help ourselves. But yeah, that's a well, great point. Well, they should have just enjoyed it with us. You know, exactly. they were experiencing 
yeah. rainy and no window, right. no views on the windows. And you're right. You don't have to talk to if you don't want to. Another thing you could do is go have dinner. That's That can be a very quiet time. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like to check up on things on my phone or, like you said, make a phone call or even chat with your waiter um, so that while you're having dinner, you know, it, it doesn't have to be quiet unless you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you want right. to just sit and enjoy your fabulous meal at Boma, as some of us mm-hmm. at this table do, mm-hmm. um, that is another time that you can just have some down and quiet time uh, for yourself. I, that's an important tip, I think, about Solo Disney, too, is you're going to want some moments where you can get away from it all. And for me, it was knowing in advance, okay, the blue cellar uh, place, I know I can sit down in there and relax in some air conditioning. Not that it was that bad in California, but... But I knew, you know, I had in my mind when I needed a break from everything where I could go. Um, So I think that's an important part of any kind of travel, but especially solo. A really good spot in Orlando, in Epcot, there is a margarita pavilion just outside the Mexican pavilion. Grab yourself one of those. Go inside the Mexican pavilion. You can actually sit on the fountain ledge and just observe and drink your margarita. There's a noise in the space, but it's very... You can also get a to-go margarita from Cava del Tequila, which is my absolutely (laughs) favorite, the avocado margarita is Mm -hmm. to die for. So yes, yes. Those little spots that make it your own and get you away because you can't as much, maybe if you're young and in your your teens and twenties, you can just go, go, go. And that's usually my attitude. Like I want to do it all. And you find that, especially for, if you're going for any amount of time longer than a day or two, you need to, Mm -hmm. to pace yourself at some point. Karen and I, our quiet spot in Magic Kingdom is actually on the People Mover. I love the People Mover. <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. our... Yeah. Although it's ascending. become a lot more popular. It's not as easy. Yeah. True. There's True. Lines. It's fast to get on. But you don't have to People have discovered people. the magic yes, of the magic this of the underrated... Yes. Oh, yeah. But it's still, yes, it's, it's a nice, long, relaxing ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's several spots in the Animal Kingdom that you can find a quiet spot. I love that place. Uh, I don't know as much about Hollywood Studios I've been in so long. Brett, do you have a quiet spot in Hollywood Studios that you'd recommend? <laughs> Let's see. Come oh, on, you're the expert. Spot. Um, well, I think if you were getting a small treat and just sitting on a bench somewhere, I think that's, yeah. uh, that would be my first. I don't think I have um, uh, an exact example. Hmm. Yeah, but I think there's any time you can, you can just sit down and, and enjoy mm-hmm. the view. I think you know. I think we're in a society now, and just because of mobile our mobile devices and everything mm-hmm. else, that we we never turn off. And the actual part of the fun of waiting in lines is the is the people watching. Yes, you know? absolutely. And, and you know, and if you have rating systems so that you can put in your head, you can do that too, um, uh, or whatever <laughs> else. You know, it's just like or or I actually, this is six. the this is the real thing. This is, and it always happens. And I think, you know, it's something that, that that we all do as we see, oh, my gosh, that looks exactly like, and then so-and-so and so-and-so. You know, there are times that when you're on a vacation that you see people that remind you so much of, yeah. of the people that you know back home. And, uh, and you know, that's kind of funny, too. And then so I kind of, I will tally, this is, you know, this is, uh, this is the third um, 
Carly that I've seen, or the third, or the you know, this is the fourth Eric um, Eric Thibodeau Thompson that I've John seen. Stamos. Oh, John Stamos. <laughs> John Stamos. This is the third John been, Stamos I've yes, seen. It was John Stamos. Yes, that was yeah, that was funny. But but there's lots of there were Mac Warrens out there and all this. Mm-hmm. I'm name dropping all you people. Hello, subscribe. Hear your name. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of fun too. So actually, mm-hmm. just walking in the line and watching, you know, looking at not staring or anything like that, but just kind of the Absolutely. people watching is fun too. And put yeah. your elephant ears on because you might get some oh yeah dirt too. That's awesome. dirt fun. tips, all those good tips, things. All that fun. Stuff. Um, I thought of two more spots while you were thinking, just yes. for our listeners who like quiet time, Magic Kingdom, that little kind of cul de sac area off of uh, Main Street. Yes, yes. I like to get ice cream from the, the parlor down mm-hmm. on the corner, mm-hmm. go into that little area, because they do have benches. patio benches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have tables with umbrellas. It's shaded. It's, it's, it's a very nice space. If it's quiet enough, you can actually hear the audio playing for each of the stores, because that's, that's something that a lot of people don't get to experience because of, of the noise level, is that uh, each store mm-hmm. is themed, and you can hear, like, the uh, what is it? The dentist drilling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool too. In Epcot, I think in the uh, Italian Pavilion, there's a little wine bar area yeah, there Tudo, that's very Tudo, quiet. Is it Tudo Gusto or is that the restaurant? And it's the but yes, that spot is fabulous, fabulous food. Yes. It's quiet. It's dark. There's usually not kids in there. Not hey, I love kids, but if you are on sure. a solo vacation, you're probably. Uh, wanting some adult alone time. So, yeah, those are fabulous spots. Excellent. Well, we've covered quite a few tips. Does anyone (laughs) else have any other tips for traveling alone? I do. And this is one that I fail at every single time is good self-care. And for Disney especially, you are on your feet for so many hours of so many days that um, I don't know why I've drawn the straw, but I am the person who gets a blister and then, you know, walks strangely to try to compensate for that. And the next thing I know, I have like 14 blisters on my feet. So uh, one thing I've learned, don't get your pedicure, uh, ladies or gentlemen, before you go, because those calluses are important to help build up your feet. Know where the first aid stage first aid stations are mm-hmm. uh, because uh, if you need it in a, in, in a jiffy you want to know where to go yeah. baby changing stations as well you yeah. may think oh <laughs> Brett laughs at me you may think those are just for the children but they do have it's really cool they're vending machines where you can get everyday items that you might need for childcare or for yourself band-aids uh, uh, baby powder right. uh, things like that know where those are so that you, you don't have to suffer like Alexa absolutely Hydrate. Or Vanessa. Or, or Vanessa. <laughs> or Vanessa. Hydrate. Um that's one thing that I usually do a very good job at. Bring in your own bottle. Um figure out where those places are that you can fill up with filtered water. Um and yeah, just just be good be good to yourself and take care of yourself. And if you're uh not feeling it, don't do it. Um if you had planned to spend the whole day there and you need a nap, go back and take that nap. And take advantage of being alone and not having anyone else's schedule to worry about. Mm-hmm. You do you. You do what's best for you. It's your mm-hmm. vacation. And the people back home will love you for it because you've come back and sometimes you've shared your experiences with them, but you come back in a rested, energized person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Brett, what about you? Do you have any other tips? My usual tip, um, go early. Um, again, I like the park and it's pristine. Uh, 
uh, sense there when you get there first thing in the morning and everything is all lined up and everything is sparkly? I had this image of you, which this is probably not even true, but I have this image of you walking and going, oh, everything looks so clean and someone dropping popcorn and you no. going, you ruined it and just You're turning right. around and walking right walk, yeah. No, I, that sounds like something I might do, but no. I bet, but yeah, but I think um, I go into the parks early. Um, I... Uh, I get everything I want to do um, done, whatever park it is. And it works both in Florida, in all of the parks. It works in California um, by 10 o'clock, 10, 11, whatever. Sometime, usually it's 10, 1030. I have done everything I want to do in the morning, and I am leaving as the masses of crowds are coming in on Main Street. And, and as it's have, starting to get hot as and, well. And I have and I have a big smile on my face. I've ridden five, six, you know, attractions, mm-hmm. had a great time, and now I'm going to go back to my resort for a nap. I'm a big napper, and then I would, you know, go do something else, go to to Disney Springs or, or pool time. They pool time. and they have those drinks by the pool and I'm telling you those mm-hmm. things are good. Yeah. They are real good. <laughs> I'm not a pool person or a drinker, but anyway, but then I will go back into the parks at night and it works for me at all Disney parks I've traveled to. So. Yeah, I love the park. I'm I am not a morning person, so I <laughs> admire and always go with the best of intentions of getting there really early, and it just never happens. But I know for me personally, I love the ma- magic of Disney World or Disneyland at nighttime. There's no better feeling of being on that Incredicoaster in the evening when everything is lit up, and it's just gorgeous. Same for Expedition Everest. So, yeah, know your travel style and take mm-hmm. advantage of that. Um, and then also I would say, too, be ready to throw out everything uh, because for me, I am an ultra planner. I have always been that way. You know, back in the day when we used to get the uh, JC Penney catalog for Christmas, I would have like pages bookmarked and <laughs> page numbers written down. I'm really dating myself now, but, but anyway, I live off of a schedule. And for me, the best part of my last Disney trip, which was solo, was that last day throwing everything aside, knowing I wasn't going to do everything there, and just going back and riding all my favorite rides, eating all the things that I loved the most, and just treating myself and allowing myself to not be on a checklist, mm-hmm. but to just mm-hmm. have fun. Just experience yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. do that. We do that a lot, so you can yeah plan to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and again, if yeah. you're if there is something you want to do, like for example, one thing I did by myself was I went and saw characters. That's something that other people I travel with don't like to do. So, but I think some people will go, oh, I don't have the I don't have the photo pass. What do I do? How, who's going to take my pictures? Uh, who's going to hold my stuff? There's plenty of cast members yeah. there. Um, as of now, there is talk of them possibly changing that in the future. But as of now, you can ask. Ask those cast members, hey, could you, you know, could you film this? Could you take some pictures? Um, you know, can you hold my stuff? Uh, you know, they, they're there to do that. They're happy to do that. They want you to have the best vacation. So, you know, just just let them do that. And there is one other thing. Um, if you're if you uh, haven't done a face character experience and you're a little concerned about that, something that I found in my interactions with the various face characters um, is that. They well, they're basically improving their entire time that they're there. But they kind of they are they do it in a semi-structured way. 
they are in control of the conversation. So basically, mm-hmm. you can engage with them a little bit, but they're going to they're going to represent you know their their kingdom or whatever their their story experience. But then they will you know they'll engage with you a little bit, ask you a couple of questions. It's very low key, and then you'll take pictures, and then you'll be on your way. So it is. It's it's fun. You don't have to go. Well, what am I going to say to you know these characters? Because you know, one time I was wearing an orange shirt and I was visiting Arendale at Epcot, and uh, and I think Anna said, "You better watch out because you know because Sven might think that you're a large carrot." <laughs> you know, so, and I'm like going the improv that these people have you know yeah. to do, but it's like it's charming and fun and just and just do it because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Well, the number one rule of improv is yes and. So let them lead the conversation and. And you just agree to whatever it is they're saying. <laughs> One of these days, we'll have to have the the folks from um, Zip Zap Pod on to talk Ooh. about improving while at the parks. That would be a good that idea. Would be fun. Well, then we can have my acting challenge, and we can be the various different yeah, people. Oh, I love gosh. this idea. I love it. We'll do that. We'll <laughs> do that. Anything more about solo travel? We're about to take this out of light speed and go back <laughs> to our home planet. Uh, any other? We're going to back too. We're going. No, yeah. <laughs> We're going to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, oh, but oh, so soon. We will be. Yes, uh, do I have anything else? Just do it. Just do Just it. Just do it. Let's see. What was it? There was a quote. There was a quote. What was it? Uh, let's see. If you want to go somewhere, go. If you want to do something, do it. Sometimes you'll surprise yourself with how much fun you can have and how much you can learn about yourself when no one else is around. I thought that was good. I'm sorry. I can't um, give you who... Uh, said that the other thing was you said it. Yeah, that's, that's, well, a, that's good enough. It's yeah. yours now. The other thing was um, it was Sutton Foster in a uh, in an address to Boston University, I think, in her um, commencement address. Don't wait for someone to give you permission. I'm like going, and that certainly holds true in so many life events, but certainly with solo travel, do it. Do it. I like ending with Sutton Foster. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to end. If she would like to end this any differently, she'll have to call in and be on our next one. <laughs> you heard me, Sutton. Well, thank you all for joining us for this very special edition about solo travel from Beyond the Mouse. Before we go, I do want to mention, because I believe this podcast will drop before June 15th, that is our first ever Disney trivia night that we are hosting. Yes. Uh, I believe we've roped in Alexa to joining us as well. <laughs> so all three of us will be there. Craig will be there. Uh, oh, Craig's going to be there? Yeah, we invited them this time just this time um but if you would like to join in on all that fun because we're going to be asking all kinds of uh, disney trivia questions uh questions kids will know uh, questions uh maybe not so um fanatical disney fans will know and yes disney fans who are fanatics we've got some really hard ones for you as well so fun for the whole family there's going to be costume contests i have picked out some really awesome prizes i'm going to have a hard time parting with them (laughs) Uh, but i've ordered several a lot of disney swag to give out that night but you have to be there that's the thing so if you want to do that um you can uh go to the Sagamon valley Youth Symphony website, um, and you can also email svys.svco at gmail.com to sign up for a table. It's $10 per person, $100 for the table. Um, go ahead and reserve your table because I think we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a full house, people. Yay! It's going to be a great night. This is a fundraiser for the Youth Symphony. Um, that's why we're doing it, but mm-hmm. we would probably do it anyway because we're going to have so much fun. An excuse. Yeah, <laughs> an excuse. it's just an excuse, an excuse to, to talk about Disney <laughs> for a couple hours. 
flowers. There'll be a bar. There's going to be some bake sale items, um, mulligans, 50-50, uh, drawing. Um, so just a great time. Uh, definitely sign up for that if you need more information. Again, visit that website or you can visit our Facebook page, uh, Beyond the Mouse. We have all that event information and information about our podcasts and other podcasts of ours that you can listen to. You can also listen to our friends over at the Front Row Network. Um, they've got all kinds of podcasts for different movie lovers if you want to check them out. Uh, you can do that at frnpod.com. But I believe that's it for us. Um, if you're listening to this, you know where to find us. But tell your friends we're on iTunes, we're on Facebook. And with that, it has been a great episode talking to both of you about solo travels. I yes, really enjoyed well, doing that. Oh, we thank our me. very, very special guest, Alexa. I hope this is I hope this is the first of many return <laughs> trips. Well, and I apologize for setting off Amazon devices everywhere. This is, <laughs> this is my life now, people. <laughs> but yes, thank you for having me. Excellent. Well, with that, I'm Vanessa. I'm Brett. I'm Alexa. From Beyond the Mouse, and we'll see you real soon. Yeah.